I want to chat a little bit about the massive benefits I've experienced from blogging, from regular blogging. Um, and it doesn't have to be blogging in particular. Uh, for me, that's the simplest. And I think for most people, the lowest barrier to entry. But the broader, the more you know, abstract concept, I guess, that that's nested under is creating a body of work sharing publicly, sort of learning out loud as you're chasing your curiosity, reading books, learning about things, having conversations, letting that be shared publicly and starting to create kind of a body of work around your interests, abilities, curiosities, not portraying yourself as an expert. I mean, unless you are and you want to, but simply sharing the types of things that people who know you well, they know, oh, he's amazing at statistical analysis. Oh, he loves the NFL, right? Oh, she's super into gardening. Letting those things, sharing those in a way that's uh, public, that creates a digital footprint, a body of work, all the benefits that that brings to you and using myself as an example. So about almost 10 years ago, 2012, early 2012, I think, um, you know, I had written a few articles here and there for like, the Mises Institute or a few other places, um, you know, around my interest in economics and, and sort of, uh, you know, political philosophy. But that was about it. And I, I was working a job that I really loved, I was passionate about, but I was starting to get the itch. I was starting to feel restless. And I was talking to TK Coleman, my good friend and fellow numpty. Um, and he had started, he had given himself a challenge to blog every single day for a year. And he said, look, man, you need like, I know you're a creative guy, you know, you used to play music, you, you like to write, you do different stuff. Your job is, is fine, but you're feeling restless because you need more creative outlet. He said, I challenge you to blog every single day for six months for like the rest of the year, which was like six, seven months, maybe, or maybe, maybe we were in the spring or something. Maybe it was nine months, whatever it was. Um, every single day for the rest of the year. And he's like, I guarantee you, it'll change your life. And I said, all right, well, I don't know about all that, but I'll do it. I'll take the challenge. So I started blogging every single day, seven days a week for the rest of that year. About three months in, it absolutely changed my life. So this is sort of level one of the benefits of daily blogging or content sharing. Just the mere act of forcing yourself to ship something every single day, whether you feel like it or not, whether you think you have something to say or not, it forces you to drag things out of your own depths. You get to know your own mind. You realize all the things that are going around in there all the time that you normally just let pass by. When you have to show up and face that screen every morning and come up with something to write and click publish, you get much better at observing the world and taking note of things that happen that you have thoughts about that you didn't really realize you had thoughts about, right? It kind of forces you to think more critically and be more in touch with your own thoughts and ideas. It forces you to get over your pride and your perfectionism because you just have to ship it every day, right? And that's that requires you shipping something that's like, well, I really need more time. Well, get over that and not be precious. Getting over that is just humongous. It helps you not make the perfect the enemy of the good, right? Or the good enough. And just getting things out the door, it builds your confidence. Just any kind of discipline, something that you do every single day, you don't go to bed until you've hit publish. I mean, and there were times where I'm like sitting on the toilet, writing it on my phone, or I'm sick in bed and I got to, you know, or like it's midnight, I'm about to go to sleep and I realize I haven't published my blog post for the day and I get up and I got to crank something out. Um, man, it's incredible what that does, that compounding impact. And then finally, with this first challenge, creativity begets creativity. 
once I started to force myself to publish every day, I realized that creativity is not something that the muses just gift to you. It's a discipline. It's a choice. If you force yourself to create every day, you become more creative. You, you, don't, you, you don't just wait on inspiration to strike at as some lucky thing that may or may not happen. It's a choice. It's a discipline. And so the more I created and pumped out these blog posts every single day, the more it unlocked that part of my brain that sees opportunity, that sees ideas, that gets curious. I became vastly more creative. And a direct result of that was I kept getting more and more business ideas. And I had the inspiration for my first company, Praxis. As a direct result of daily blogging, the creative juices just kept flowing as creativity begat creativity. And I just thinking more and more, getting more and more ideas. I got the idea for Praxis. I launched the company. And not only did I launch it and start, start building it, but as I'm blogging, all the ideas and the insights that went into the company are coming out in my daily blog posts as we're sort of building this company behind the scenes. And so I've got this sort of catalog of all this different copy and language that I'm playing with and concepts and narratives around the company that I'm building. So I've, I've been working with this, playing with it, publishing it, writing it for like a year as I'm, as I'm building this company. By the time we publicly launched the company, I had all this material, all this language, all these ideas, this narrative, not only built, but publicly findable. And not only that, I'd been sharing my blog posts to, to Facebook every day. And Facebook used to be way better at organic interaction back then. And I was getting a lot of reach. A lot of people were starting to read my blog, several hundred every day, sometimes a thousand every day, um, little by little. And I kind of had an identity around the way that I saw entrepreneurship and education and these different things. And so that when I launched the company, this narrative had already been kind of built around my online brand. The few, the, the handful of hundred or a few thousand people who were sort of connected with me and had come across me online over the, that year, um, they knew he's about these things because these themes were emerging from my blog. So then when I launched a company consistent with those things that I'd been writing about, it was exciting for a lot of people and they got it. And the story, the narrative, the founding myth of the company was already in place. And it got to be built on every day as the company was launched. I'm still blogging every day, documenting this whole thing, right? Sharing my different thoughts along the way. It created this platform and this audience and this consistency with what I was building, which Praxis is a bootcamp, a college alternative program, still going strong today. Phenomenal company, hundreds of people gone through the program, uh, go through it every year. Um, I've since sold most of my interest in the company. Um, I'm still on the board and I'm, it's, it's freaking awesome company. I'm, I'm so proud of it. It's my baby, but it emerged entirely out of this. And the, the earliest fans, advocates, customers, employees, and investors and business partners all came from me building up a brand around these certain ideas. Because it's a very like philosophical company, like it's rooted in the idea that what you need to succeed in the marketplace is a signal of value, the ability to create value and the ability to signal it. And you can do those things better without college, more efficiently, whatever. And there's a lot of like deep thought behind that because I'd spend years toying with this stuff and writing about it and whatever. And so people who followed us closely, the true believers, the early adopters, they were immersed in that. They had the Praxis mindset because they'd been following that. Um, I, I wrote a book. I turned my a lot of my blog posts into my first book called The Future of School, which was used as like a lead gen tool for the, uh, for the company. Um, I never would have written a book if I had to sit down and write a book. Too big of a task, right? 
but I was blogging every single day. After a year or two, you got several hundred blog posts. You can pull some of those out and turn them into a book very easily. Uh, I actually ended up doing that nine more times. I have 10 books that I've published and almost all of them are collections of blog posts and articles I've written over longer periods of time that got collated around a particular theme. Those dramatically enhanced my reach, got me onto podcasts, got me media appearances, got me speaking engagements because people knew, oh, he's the guy that's really interested in this. He's always writing about this. He's always talking about this. Oh, look at this one article that he wrote. I like this, right? Niche audiences. I wrote about my experiences growing up as a homeschooler just because one morning I needed something to blog about and that came to mind. An art of a short post I did about that went crazy viral. To this day, it still gets it goes viral like every, a couple times a year. All these homeschool parents were sharing it on Facebook. That caused a ton of homeschoolers to get interested in Praxis, which got us invited to different conferences and seminars. And we had a great uh, in with that early audience. Again, throughout all this, so this this creating content, living out loud, learning out loud was baked into my DNA. And because of that, it was baked into the DNA of the company. So all the early employees that we got, got, we got to start working for us for free when we were bootstrapped because they had followed my content and loved it and were inspired by it. And I got them to come and start helping. And they were content creators. Every single Praxis participant and employee had a challenge to do a blog every single day for 30 days challenge. All of them did it. And the vast majority of them kept going after that. And so this content creation as a lifestyle was baked into the company DNA. So everybody that worked for Praxis was constantly sharing blogging, which dramatically extended the reach. People are seeing and hearing from people that work at Praxis, people that go to Praxis, you know, what's going on with this company? What is this thing? People learning out loud, sharing about how they're learning to use MailChimp so they can go work at a startup and why they skipped college and became this compounding effect, our reach, our footprint dramatically exceeded our budget, our size, our you know age, any of those things, and became this tremendous powerhouse for marketing. And so I had a story and a brand that people knew because they, they were bumping into me. My luck surface increased every time I clicked publish on another blog, more reach, more expansion. And, the, and, and that intertwined with the company's brand and the company's reach. And so like when we had you know, five years in, we built this thing really successfully. We're doing you know a million and a half in revenue every year. We're, we're self-funded a really well-known, like legit superstar investor from Silicon Valley, Cole emailed me and said, I like what you're doing, let's talk. And he did that because he was reading about college alternatives and he went to the author who wrote a book about college alternatives, a professor by the name of Brian Kaplan and said, hey, who's doing cool stuff here? And Brian said, well, Isaac Morehouse is, because I had also, in addition to blogging, created a podcast. I'd written several articles about Brian's books. I brought him on my podcast, and I'd been sharing out loud how his ideas had influenced me, his theories of signaling and everything. And so when he was asked, I came to mind because I was sharing. I had content. I was talking about it. I was asking him about it. I was publicly doing these things. So I had a brand. I was knowable right? So he said, check out Isaac Morehouse. When that investor Googled me, he found Isaac Morehouse has content, articles everywhere, his blog, his podcast, his books, medium about this topic. Clearly he knows something, right? That launched that phone call, which ended up in an investment that launched my second company. So again, I could go on and on infinitely. I mean, literally every employee I've ever hired initially came across, and, and I hire people for passion above all else, initially came across my company's 
because of my content, because of daily blogging and, and podcasting and other things like that. Started following the content, got hooked on the philosophy, wanted to work for the company, pitched us and begged us to let them work for. I mean, that's the, the typical pattern for the people that I've hired that have worked out the best, especially. Um, again, same with investors, PR opportunities. I've gotten to go on uh, national news like 10 times. I've been on Tucker Carlson's show probably half a dozen times. I've been on CNBC. I've been on you know Fox and Friends. All of those came about because people ran across things that I'd written, sent them to someone else. That person said, this is interesting. Who is this person? They Google me. They see this isn't some one-off. I've got a, a large footprint, right? I've got a lot of stuff around my interests and abilities. I'm discoverable. That discipline, and again, as you morph and your interests change, right? I've gotten more and more interested in crypto over the years. That's allowed me, like I got invited uh, to speak at CoinGeek because I'm publicly sharing this stuff in videos, in podcasts, in, in, in articles, living out loud and sharing those interests out loud instead of being hidden and no one knows about you. So I would always do a workshop with, at Praxis Opening Seminar where we do kind of like a, a personal brand audit where we, I'd ask people, you know, write a paragraph that describes how you want people to think of you, your interest abilities, your sort of brand. And then have somebody else that's not you spend 10 minutes Googling around and find you. And they're going to write their description of what they think you are based on what they found. And it was always amazing, the divergence. People would be like, I am uh, passionate about financial literacy and wealth building. That's kind of my brand and who I want to be. People would spend 10 minutes Googling them, Facebook, whatever they find. And they come back and say, this person is a nice guy who likes his family and country music. That's what they found. That was the brand that they found. Because of that, and I would tell people like, look, I've met you. I had no idea that you were passionate about financial literacy. Now, I have people in my network who are financial planners, who are publishing books about this. I'm, I know people who work for Dave Ramsey, the like guru of this stuff. And sometimes people come to me and say, hey, I'm looking for some, somebody to help me edit my book on financial planning. I'm looking for an intern to work with you know, Dave Ramsey, whatever. Do you know anybody? I would say no, because I didn't know that about you because it's not findable. It's not discoverable. Contrast that to another young person that was in the program who was obsessed with baseball and statistics. He's a big stats nerd, data nerd, and a big baseball nerd, constantly sharing blog posts, articles on, you know, things on Facebook. Hey, I'm playing around with this new way of visualizing data. And I took this baseball thing and everybody's like, he's the guy that loves that stuff. Guess what that results in? opportunities that come along that are relevant to those things, I think of him right away. Oh, I should pass that on to that guy. He ended up getting his dream job at the Tampa Bay Devil Rays as a statistical uh, you know, analyst there through being known as someone who's passionate about that and having a body of work. When he said when they interviewed him, he didn't have a degree or anything like that. They already knew they were interested in him and wanted to interview him because they had Googled him and found all these articles and all this stuff he'd been sharing that he's passionate about this and he's writing about this and he's doing stuff in this area, right? So I, I just, I don't think it can be underestimated. There is so much opportunity that is out there looking for someone to, to, to land on, to stick to. And if your luck surface, your opportunity surface is small and you're hidden and you don't have a signal that's being perpetually broadcast, that's discoverable by people. It's like when you, you put on your Wi-Fi and say, search for a Wi-Fi network, right? If that network isn't broadcasting loud, you won't find it. You have your own signal that's perpetually broadcasting. That's like, here's you, here's what you're all about. Here's what you're interested in. Here's what you've done. If you're keeping that all to yourself, when people are like, okay, 
searching for signal, right? I, I want to find somebody who's passionate about uh, consumer apps that are built on micropayments. And they have no idea. They would never find you unless they personally knew you because you don't have anything out there. You have no body of work, right? I think it's the, the external facing benefits or the opportunity, the network, the people you connect with and the internal benefits. Even if none of that happened, the benefits of sharing out loud, blog, publishing something every single day on a blog, um, the discipline that you get, the, the, the internal benefits from learning to translate your ideas into words, to self-narratize, to organize your own thoughts, to catalog your own thoughts, to be humble and not too precious about being perfect. Or if it's you know uh, once a week or whatever the, the rhythm is, but being consistent with it. And, and when you have ideas or when you read a book, hey, that's an interesting book write a review, post it to Amazon. I've gotten people sending, I've had authors send me books for free because they saw that I wrote reviews for a whole bunch of books on Amazon. And the reason I did that was because I needed blog posts every day. So I started writing reviews for all these books I'd read and then also posted them to Amazon. I started getting books sent to me for free. I started asking, having people ask me if they could come on my podcast or whatever, just all these interesting opportunities because I was sharing things that I, that I already had in my head. I was putting them out, putting pen to paper or you know finger to, to keyboard. So in my own life, I can say without exaggeration, I have launched two companies, hired dozens of employees, attracted thousands of customers, attracted over a dozen investors, had hundreds of speaking engagements, over a dozen national media um, hits, and raised or earned through revenue millions of dollars, mil close to $10 million, all of which directly, directly resulted in constantly sharing my content, blogging every day, getting things out there, sharing them, turning those posts into books, podcasts, videos, whatever, just sharing what I'm thinking, what I'm going through. And I'm not an expert and I don't present this stuff as, a, as if I'm an expert and I don't wait until I'm an expert before I hit publish. I just write the shit that I'm thinking about and get it out there as a discipline consistently. And I've been doing this for 10 years now. I've written over 2,500 blog posts and articles for my company, for my personal site, for all kinds of different third parties, whatever. Um, and now it's just a discipline. It's just a part of me and the benefits just keep compounding. So I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge believer. Um, and I think writing is the easiest, lowest barrier to entry. You don't need video equipment or audio equipment or RSS feeds, or whatever. And it has the highest long tail benefits because SEO, it's just way easier to find little tidbits of text um, than anything else. The, the search functions of the internet are very text heavy and you have, you just start building this body of work um, lives at your personal website or whatever, and it will absolutely compound. So uh, you can ask me anything about it. Isaac Morehouse at gmail.com. If you want to email me or, you know, ask for ideas or say, Hey, I'm going to try a 30 day blogging challenge, but I absolutely issue that challenge to anybody. You've never done it before. 30 day blogging challenge, post something every single day for 30 days. I swear I have never had a person actually do it that said they weren't glad they did. And it didn't change their life in some beneficial way.